0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Training and Trading with Matt podcast. I don't know if you can hear me clearly. Hold on, let just adjust my mic. There we go. What is going on? All right. This is episode number two of the physical health episodes. So we're just going to jump in and we're going to start uh, talking about our topic today. So... (coughs) As you know, every episode we ask a question, and then we try to answer that question to the best of our abilities, and maybe we go on a rant or two, which most likely will happen at the end of this podcast because I got some words to say about a new food about a new food pyramid. But anywho, uh, let's jump into the to this uh, episode. So the question we're asking this week is: Are you confused about dieting? Because dieting can get very, very, very confusing, especially with all of the crazy fad diets that are out there. Now, so let's talk about those fad diets. So I got a list on the whiteboard here in the studio. We got uh, the vegan diet, the carnivore diet. We got the keto diet. We got the paleo diet. We got the Atkins diet, the only eat grapefruit for breakfast diet. Some of these crazy things that over the span of years that have come out. And now I will say this. No specific fad diet is the ultimate key to losing weight. I look at it this way. The moment, like, this is most likely what happens. You'll probably see it change. In the beginning, maybe maybe within two or three weeks, because obviously you're changing your diet. So if you're vegan, you're most likely not eating meats. So you'll probably see weight fluctuations, meaning weight to the downside. Same thing with a carnivore diet where you're cutting out um, carbohydrates. Carbohydrates you're most likely going to see some sort of weight loss. Now, with the vegan diet, I'm, all, I'm, I'm speculating. I would probably, you would probably see more of the weight loss coming from fats and muscle, most likely, um, because you're not eating enough meat and the protein that you're getting from Vegetables or whatever is not, not that I say, I don't want to say it's not the best thing for you, but it's not the same as meats. You don't get the same amino acids you do from a piece of steak or chicken or whatever. Carnivore diet, obviously, you're most likely going to see uh, fat loss because of um, what's it called? You're not eating enough carbs. You're going to see that. Keto, same thing. Uh, Paleo, I'm not really, I don't really understand the paleo diet. So I don't 100% know. I'm not going to look it up now. But I'm not 100% where you might see those things come off of if it's from carbohydrates or fat um, or even uh, from protein. But I will say this. If you want to try a diet out for a month or two, it's not, um, sure, try it out, cool. Um, I don't really think that it should be a, a change like, oh, I'm going to 100% completely go vegan or completely go carnivore. I don't think those diets are sustainable um, in the long run. Um, maybe more so like vegan diets. I don't really think those are long-term sustainable things. I do think there are ramifications to a vegan diet that are, you know, might affect your health. Um, less so with like a carnivore or keto diet. I do think those are probably more sustainable long-term personally. I don't think that people should cut out carbohydrates completely out of their diet. I don't think people should cut out um, animal proteins out of their diet completely, unless there's like some sort of health ramifications. For example, you have Jordan Peterson and his daughter, who are completely carnivore, and it's not a lifestyle change because they wanted to change their lifestyle. It was more of a medical thing. That's fine. I, I, you know, if that's if that's what has cured you from your um, autoimmune diseases and you, you know, and all that That's a different story But if you're doing it just to lose weight I don't think one specific diet for the rest of your life Is going to be that long-term solution What I, so I do, I do think everybody is different When it comes to that If you want to try it out for, you know Three months or whatever, that's fine You want to go vegan for three months, go right ahead Um, You want to go carnivore Go ahead, do what you need, what you want to do. I'm not going to tell anybody, I'm not that, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that, but that's, you know, everybody has their own personal preference of what they want to do. Um, And that's basically all I'm going to say about fad diets, fad diets, sorry. Um. I do think what people should focus on, and I, I know I kind of mentioned this in the, in the previous episode, that... um. I kind of maybe said the wrong thing that it's not really important. It obviously it isn't. It is important, but I think the point I was trying to make was people blow um, calorie counting out of proportion to the point where it becomes um, almost. I don't want to say like a mental health issue, but it almost come becomes like a mental health issue. Whereas people are so hyper focused on oh my god I gotta hit this calorie goal blah 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 like that stuff no okay so does calories in and calories out is that your like should you should your um, diet focus on that in my opinion one hundred percent yes um and the reason being I'm gonna explain it really quickly but if you are Supposed to Your 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 minimum calories That you're supposed to eat To survive is 1500 calories And you eat 1400 calories With You know Obviously it's 100 calories Less than what you should be eating Your body will go into Its energy stores To make up that um, Decrease in the amount of calories You're ingesting through food That's just The way it works It's very simple Like there's no Hard Sorry, I just smacked the mic. There's no hard like, oh my god, and like it's not difficult to understand. It's very easy. If you need 2000 calories every day to function your normal bodily functions and you eat 1800, you're in a calorie deficit. Your body will find that energy somewhere else. Okay? It's basically how it works. It's fairly straightforward. So, if you are trying to lose weight, the best thing you want to do is there's multiple calculators online where you can find out what, generally speaking, for your body type, um, for your age, for your you know your height, how many calories you should generally be ingesting every single day. I think for women that be, might be anywhere between, I think it's fifteen hundred to. 1900 calories a day pretty sure depending and i think for guys it's between i think 21 or 22 something like that do not hold me to the you know you know i'm not the orbiter of truth on this so obviously do your own research to see exactly um how many calories you should be eating so again if it's 1800 try it and like don't go crazy and be like oh I'm supposed to be ingesting 1,800 calories a day and I'm going to do 1,500 calories a day. That's, I would not suggest that, okay? What I'm going to suggest is if you say your thing is 1,800 calories, for example, try eating 1,700 calories, okay? So you have every single day a deficit of 1,000 calories and maybe one day out of the week, you hit your 1,800 or even you go 1,900. It's not the end of the world. Okay, this is what I mean by people that count calories to like the, the molecule. It's just like the, the mental health stress you're putting on yourself to make sure you ingest that amount. Oh, I want to eat 1,700. And if I eat more than 1,700, oh my God, my diet's ruined. Again, I said in the first episode, I'm going to say it again. Do not treat your health journey like that. Okay, If you're just a regular person that's trying to get physically fit, okay, um, that's trying to maybe put on a little bit of more muscle mass or, you know, lose a little bit of weight or even tone or maintain, don't, like, you want to take it seriously, but don't take it too serious, okay? You take this stuff serious when you're like, okay, I want to become a bodybuilder. That's my end goal. Sorry, smack the mic again. If your goal is bodybuilding, that's different, okay? That's, you're literally, your job is to monitor 100% of what you eat Hundred percent of what you drink, what um, nutrients you're getting, how long you need to be in the gym—like, there's no standard stamp for a regular person of what they should be doing. Okay. So I do wanna I, I do wanna talk about um, something called total daily energy expenditures. It's called TDEE. Okay. Now, this is where a lot of people will be like, "Oh, if you just work out, you'll lose weight." That's not really how it works. So, physical exercise. Okay? So, um or what the the actual term is is like exercise activity, um thermogen thermo, thermogenesis. Okay, accounts for like that's physical activity. That accounts for 5% of your energy expenditures per day. Okay, whether you're in the gym for two hours or in the gym for four hours, that's literally what it is. You can't necessarily change that. Okay, then there's the thermo um, thermic effect of food. So digestion that accounts for ten percent of your energy expenditures, and then there's something called the the um, the NEAT. Okay, it's the non-exercise activity thermo uh, thermogenesis, which accounts for fifteen percent. And that's like walking around, you know, doing some chores at home, maybe playing with your kids if you have kids, stuff like that, where you're not really getting your heart rate up. (coughs) And then your basal metabolic rate or the BMR, which is the majority of your daily expenditures and that's at 70%, okay? And that is your heart rate, your brain function, your breathing, all that type of stuff makes up 70%. Of your daily like just to stay alive okay now let's say for example heart rate okay obviously your heart rate is going to increase the more you exercise if you're running and stuff like that so people might link oh i'm exercising more so my heart rate is up so that's increasing my um your calorie output it's not the exercise it's the ability of your body to keep the heart beating at that at that sustained rate or whatever it is so they might be interconnected but it comes always comes down to your basal metabolic rate so if you keep your heart rate up for let's say half an hour run <coughs> it's not the exercise that it's doing it's actually your body's normal function of hey we need to increase the heart rate because we're doing more exercise so they're interconnected with one another <coughs> sorry so when you're calculating things, it's not about the heart rate. All right, so it's not about your exercise. It comes down to the BMR. Obviously, there are ways you can increase your BMR through exercise. Okay. Um, I recently saw a clip from Joe Rogan, and I have to research this. And Once I finish researching it in the next episode, I'll give you the fun fact. But apparently, chess players burn... Um, During a tournament can burn 6,000 calories Which is remarkable for someone who's sitting down playing a game And now because (coughs) The reason why they're able to do this Is because of their BMR Because they're increasing their brain function While they're playing Because they have to do a lot of thinking And a lot of analysis of how to Win the game obviously of chess So I thought that was really cool, the little tidbit of information. I do have to do research on this um, a little bit more, but something I just wanted to say. Now, um, I will say this. This episode might be a, a shorter episode, but anyhow. So when you're looking at calories to make this thing very, very easy to understand is picture um, a fridge where you have a fridge on one side and a freezer on the other. So it's like split in the middle. Now you keep the, the, the freezer side closed and you open up your fridge and from the top to the bottom, that's basically what your total daily expenditures or expenditures are going to be. And you fill up the fridge. Okay. So let's say, for example, um, that fridge portion that that you can see is, um, hold on a second here. The top portion of it is gone. Okay. So, like that's it, that accounts for 1800, 1800 calories. And then you've actually expended through whatever you've done throughout your day, okay, 1900 calories. So, you're missing 100 calories of um, your total daily expenditures. Okay. So, now you're above whatever the 1800 is. So you're at 1900. So, the top portion of the fridge is empty. You have to ask yourself, where is it going to get that those calories from to ensure that the body is able to pull that from somewhere. So if you open up the freezer section of it, the freezer section is your fat stores. So your body is going to pull from your fat stores, okay, and plug it into the the fridge side, okay, in order to function, okay. And now the goal is that every day you want to be able to pull. From the fridge side. So it can pull fat from the fridge side. Or from the freezer side. And put it in the fridge side. Okay. That's basically. That's the best. And easiest way to explain. What calories in and calories out is. Because a lot of people don't. When I try to explain things, I try to explain things in people in the most simple way possible because the moment you get convoluted with like thermogenesis and all this stuff, people don't know what that means. Basal metab- metabolic rate. People don't really understand them and they don't want to look it up. So basically what you want to try to do is picture your fridge and you want to see if you can exceed the amount of storage in your fridge. Okay, so 1,800 calories, you want to try to be able to use 1,900 calories. So you have to pull from the freezer section to put it in the fridge so you can function throughout the day. That's basically where I'm going to leave that, okay? Now, one of the big things I like to um, use personally when I'm um, dieting or whatever or on a daily basis is a macro calculator. I like to calculate my proteins, my fats, and my... Um, carbohydrates along with my calories. So let's do some calculations here really quick um, to see, like, I'll give you an example. So if you're trying, like, if like for example, I'm trying to formulate my thought here. If you're like, okay, I want to try new, uh, the new calorie in, calorie out diet. What you want to do is you want to say, okay, say you're Goal body weight is 170 pounds, for example. That's your ideal body weight or your goal body weight. And like, okay, so how many calories do I need to do that to to sustain that? So let's do. Let me get a calculator out here real quick. What I do is I times my goal body weight. Where's my calculator? Goal body weight 170, for example, times 12, and that gives you. 2,040 calories That you should be ingesting every single day Okay Now That's what I should be intaking What I will try to do is Aim for Let's do 100 And let's go 140 calories less than that 140 That brings you down to 1,900 calories a day Which is most likely The lowest portion for a guy Of what they should be ingesting If you're trying to cut Okay, if you're trying to lose weight. So now you know your thing. So you have your goal body weight is 170 pounds. You should be taking in 2,040 calories. That's what your uh, day, uh, total daily expenditures should be. Okay, and you try to aim for 140 calories less than that. So I want to try to hit 1,900 calories a day. So my body will then pull from the freezer section or the the stores in my body to supplement that amount to get me back up to whatever it is, uh, the, uh, 2040. Okay. Now what I like to do is look at my, how much protein I'm, in, I'm intaking. And usually you should be taking in one, uh, one gram of protein for every pound of body weight. Okay. Obviously if I want to be 170, I should be intaking about 170 grams of protein. That's my goal. Okay. So now the cat to get the calorie calculation from that. So you take 170, which is your grams of protein. Okay, which is also your goal body weight times four. Okay, because there is four calories per gram of protein. Also for carbohydrates, that's usually what the calculation is out. Um, which leaves you with 680 calories of protein that you should be ingesting every single day. Okay. Now, the fats gets a little bit more difficult. So I recently, um, not recently, but I looked at the old way I did this calculation and I was like, well, that's kind of incorrect. So I have a new way of doing it. So generally speaking, you should be, unless you're on the, keto, the ketogenic diet, which is a higher fat diet, because you want to try to train your body and um, to use fat as a uh, energy source, even though technically speaking, your body's going to use its fat stores anyways. But I digress. So um, to calculate your fat, you want to get anywhere between the I think the normal rate is between twenty five and thirty five percent of your calories should come from your fat or should come from ingested fat. And obviously, I'm not talking about crappy fats. I'm talking about good fats, like avocados and nuts and shit, not like McDonald's saturated crap. Okay, you want good stuff. So, let's go on the low end, twenty-five percent. So two forty, or twenty forty, which is your goal, your your total calories times 0.25 equals out to five hundred and ten calories from fats. Okay. Now with fats, um, there is nine calories per one gram of fat. So you take that five, five, ten, and divide it by ninety. So generally speaking, for if I'm doing this calculation for myself, I should be eating about fifty-six point six grams of fat. And you might be thinking that's a lot of fat, but it's not. Okay, like within like a couple of like if you eat uh, an avocado and maybe a couple of cubes of cheese, and you have some meats um, and stuff, you're basically at that amount. It's not that much when you really, really look at it. Okay? And now, to do the rest of the calculation. So you have have your proteins, you have your fats, and now we're going to try to calculate our carbs. So, we are looking at 510 calories from fats plus um 680 calories from carbohydrates equals out to 19 sorry 11.90 total calories minus our original 2040 which leaves us with 850 calories of carbohydrates okay um and then again there's 4 calories per gram of carbohydrates so we take that 8 was it was at 850 yeah 850 divided by 4 and you should be eating around 212 calories 212 and a half calories or sorry grams my bad of carbohydrates again which is not that much when you really look at it um it is more than your in your um proteins obviously um but uh, sugars are your main source Of energy Fat is your I think fat is your Secondary source of energy If I remember correctly Off of um, My Education When it comes to Fitness Okay That's usually what I use Generally speaking I don't ever Usually hit the 212 grams of uh, Carbohydrates Every single day So I'm always Usually under My um, total calories for the day um, Through carbohydrates Because I like to eat less carbohydrates Um, I find that Personally for me This is where it comes in With those like fad diets And stuff like that Okay Like I said Everybody is different When it comes to this stuff Okay I personally feel that When I eat too many carbs I get lethargic Okay I can't think straight Um, I just want to sleep To be brutally honest So I try to limit my carbs and like when I say like whenever you do your diet and stuff like that I'm not talking about eating crappy foods fast foods or going out to eat I'm talking about foods you make at home okay that can be store-bought like pitas and stuff like that that's fine but it also counts what you're putting into it if you're putting vegetables and all that stuff um that's basically how I personally run things for myself okay Um, what was I going to say? I had another thought in my head, but I can't remember. Anyhow, so let's just recap really quick before we jump onto the next portion, because I want to talk about the new food pyramid and I might go on a little bit of a rant. So it might bring me to about where I want it, where I want this episode to be in length. Um, so again, you can try all the fad diets in the world that you want. There's no one that fits everybody equally. Okay. I would suggest trying them for a couple of months. See what you like, see what you don't like. You could literally this is this is the one thing. You could literally go, "Okay, I'm going to go vegan for 3 months or whatever," or vegetarian. And you might this, this is where this is where I say if you're going to do these things, like in the first episode, take journal of how you feel, okay? And like really be specific with your journaling. Like every single day this is how I felt today. You could be you can even go down to you know, for example, because in, in the carnivore in the carnivore diet, what people tend to say is you have very vi- not violent, but I'm going to use the term violent, okay? Bowel movements, <laughs> okay? So you want to make sure you're writing down how like you're literally how you're feeling. You know, when you go to the bathroom. Obviously, you don't want to write down like, you don't want to be like a Sheldon Cooper where you're writing down the color and all that stuff. But you want to, how you feel when you go to the bathroom. Are you having violent poops when you're on the carnivore diet? If you do the carnivore diet, if you eat more fruit, does that help? Okay, so you could literally try these these diets for a couple of, maybe a month or two or whatever, or a couple of weeks, and see how you feel at the end of it. And you could take tib, like little portions of, of the diet. So it's like, oh... I found that I felt more, um, I have, I have more energy doing the carnivore diet or whatever. Cool. I will try to eat more proteins. When you're on a vegan diet, you could say, oh, these vegetables, um, eating these vegetables, I felt like this. Maybe I felt more lethargic or whatever. And eating these vegetables over here, I felt like I had more energy. So, oh, okay, cool. Now I know what vegetables agree with me. Okay. Same thing with the meats. Okay, then you, like the keto diet where you're eating more fats, you could say, oh, um, say you're getting uh, your fats from like cheese or whatever, and like avocados, like, oh, when I had more, um, what are they called, like avocados and stuff like that, and those types of fats, I felt better than when I had cheese, maybe you're more sensitive to cheese or whatever. And then you could take all of these things combined and like, oh, I've created a new diet for myself. Okay, that's literally what you want to try to do. You don't want to try to do what the masses are doing. Oh, I'm carnivore and that's all that—that's all you're supposed to eat is freaking meat all the time. I don't necessarily agree with that. What you should be doing is trying out these things and find out what works best for you. And it might be more of a, uh, of a vegetarian type of thing, but you do also eat like a uh, vegetarian, like more of a plant-based, but you do eat meat and you do eat like fats or whatever. Okay, it could be a mixture of all of them. Okay, at the end of the day, human beings are omnivores. So no fat diet is going to solve a a problem unless you're like Jordan Peterson or something like that, okay? Um, It might solve it for a a specific amount of time, but eventually that, that might run out. Or hey, you might go completely vegan and it solves all your problems if you're having problems or whatever. Again, it comes down to personal choice. Everybody is different. Nobody is the same, okay? Um. Again, it comes down to calories in, calories out. It's literally what it comes down to, okay? Knowing that basically if your calories are 2,000 calories a day, you want to come under that by 100 or 200 calories, there you go. You've solved the problem because your body will go to other sources to pull those calories so it can function, okay? And then coming into the like counting macros and understanding how to like Count your calories. If your goal body weight is 170 pounds, you know that time uh, multiplying it by 12, you know, okay, 24, sorry, 24, I keep saying 24, 2,040 uh, calories is what you should be eating every day. You want to drop a little bit less than that, maybe 140 calories, 200 calories a day, okay? Then you know how, now you know how to calculate, okay, you want, um, for in this example, 170 calories per uh, pound of body weight, that's your goal weight. Say you're 200 pounds, you want to drop 30. You need to be only be eating 170 um, grams of protein instead of whatever the hell you're eating now. Um, you know, your fat intake of what, how many, how many fats you want to be uh, intaking now. And you also know how many carbs you want to be intaking. And again, even if you don't hit those carbs, like you don't have to be meticulous and be like, oh, I need 212 and a half uh, grams of carbs every day. You're, if if, obviously, if you're like me and you're more sensitive to carbohydrates, you probably won't be eating that, okay? And again, those carbohydrates, it might seem like a lot, but it's not. Even with the proteins, it's not a lot of protein, okay? You're probably, you might get a normal-sized chicken breast out of that and maybe, that's probably a normal-sized chicken breast, maybe 6 to 8 ounces, and you might even be like an egg, and that's one hundred and seventy calories. Not a hundred percent. Let's do. A, let's do. Let's do a quick check. Hold on a second here. Let's look at what this would be. Um, boo, 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 where is my thing? I don't have a tracker on here. Oh, I don't have a tracker on this phone. Give me a second. Let me download that really quick. I'm gonna. I'll be right back. Let me pause it, and I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. All right. So let's look at. Let's do this real quick here. Let's go with chicken breast. I know how to spell chicken, oh my goodness, there we go, boneless chicken breast, let's look at, let's do a 6 ounce piece, so 6 ounces, you're already at 402 calories, okay, now let's look at a piece of steak, let's do a steak. Let's do six ounces of steak. Wow, you're already over. Um, let's go four ounces. Log this. Let's just see. Okay, sorry, I'm gonna do all these things here. So, let's see here. Boom, boom, boom. So you did. For example, our our goal our goal here for protein is 680 calories a day from from proteins. And just logging chicken breast. So we did a six ounce chicken breast and a four ounce piece of steak. It came out to 686 calories. So six calories above, which is fine. Okay. Maybe do five ounces of chicken breast. Let's reduce that to five ounces and log it. There we go. We'll save. Boom. So you're at 619 calories. Okay. So when you really look at it, what is that? Six ounces, of ch- uh, five ounces of chicken breast might fit in the palm of your hand. Same thing with the steak. They're little pieces that people might think, oh my God, that's a lot. No, it's not. You're not eating a 42 ounce porterhouse. It's not happening. Okay. So now let's look at, let's do some fats here. What do we need? F- um, how many calories of fat? 510. Let's just log this really quick and see. Let's go avocados. Avocados. Um, One avocado Let's say we have Avocado toast For example So we're having a full avocado 322 calories Okay Is your avocado Now let's look at this Real quick here So right now calories in With a full avocado Steak and a piece of chicken You're at 941 calories Okay, and let's. Our goal is what? Let's say our goal is nineteen hundred. Okay, so we have another thousand calories or so, just under a thousand calories to go. Okay, so we have avocado. Let's say we have some multigrain toast. Multigrain, t, grain, grain bread. Hold on here. Let's go a multi-grain bread. Let's say we had two slices, two slices, 130 calories. Let's log it with our avocado toast. Okay. And now you're at just over a thousand calories. So let's say what else we, what, what we could have. Let's say we had some <sighs> do, do, do broccoli. Maybe we had some broccoli with our Oh, I need to learn how to spell Jeez, broccoli. I, I keep on hitting the wrong thing. Let's say we had, um, what is this? Hold on a second here. Doo, 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 doo. Hold on a second. Let's say with our chicken, we had some broccoli. So a cup, this is a cup of chopped broccoli. Let's say we had a cup of chopped broccoli. Um, let's say we had, let's say three cups of chopped broccoli. That's a pretty decent portion on a plate for broccoli. That's 30 calories of broccoli. Now, okay. So that was with our chicken. We had some chicken and broccoli, obviously seasoned. Don't not season your food. You need to season your food. Okay. And like, when I do this, I don't really count oil. Like, yes, I'm using oil in like, obviously olive oil. That's 100% of the time that's what I use, olive oil. I don't like using seed oils because, in my opinion, seed oils are really bad for you. Um, so I use olive oil. Maybe I'll use a little bit of butter depending if I'm doing eggs or something like that. Um, I don't necessarily track olive oil because I don't use that much of it. Okay? I try to track the actual foods I'm eating. Even though I should be tracking olive oil, I know I'm bad. Anywho, um, let's say we had some brown rice with our chicken, um, boom, boom, brown rice. Let's say we split our brown our, our brown rice. Um, we had one cup fully throughout the day. We had half a cup with our chicken, half a cup with our um, steak, for example. Okay, and then with the broccoli, let's say um, we had six cups of chopped broccoli, Three of, with our chicken, three with our steak, for example. That's 60 calories. It's really nothing. So right now, we had chicken, rice, and broccoli, steak, rice, and broccoli. One for lunch, one for dinner. We had avocado toast for breakfast. You're at 1,346 calories, and you should be eating around 1,900. So you still have about 600 calories or so, less than 600 calories to consume. Okay. Right now we're at 97 grams of carbohydrates, 69 grams of fat, which is a little bit higher than what we should be having, and 88 grams of protein. So, for the sake of this argument, let's say um, do, maybe we had some tomatoes with our avocado toast. So tomato, a medium tomato. okay? I'm just trying to think of how I would do this. And maybe let's say we had, again, that's six ounces of chicken. And we'll go steak. Let's go, let's say six ounces of steak. So right now, total, um, we had 102 grams. Let's say that, say that that was our meal for the day. So it's fifteen, just, uh, just above 1,500 calories. <coughs> okay. So 1,500 calories, we're still 400 calories less than what we should be having, okay? So this right here, if you're doing some exercise on top of this with your um, thing, first of all, like you're doing exercise, you're obviously going to ex- be expending more calories doing exercise. So you're literally going to feel hungry, okay? I've done this before where it's just like, I've had 1,500 calories, but I should be eating close to 1,900, close to what I should be eating 2,000, and I'm starving. It's like, oh, my God, I need to eat something because I'm, I'm hungry. Okay? So what you you don't want a big deficit between where your calories should be and where you are in calories. You want to try to bring them up to some sort of level where they're almost equal to one another. Okay? If you're trying to lose weight. So you shouldn't be at a big deficit of more than, like, A deficit more than like maybe 150 to 200 calories is probably not recommended. I wouldn't recommend that because you're going to feel snacky. And then what's going to happen is if you feel snacky and you're one of those snacker people, okay, you're going to snack and then you're going to go over and it's not going to be a good thing. Okay. So there you go. That's just a quick example of calories in calories out. Now, let me grab my phone again because I do want to talk about something. See, look, what do we eat here? in this little quick demonstration of cal- uh, calorie counting. We had some chicken with some seasoning, obviously. We had some brown rice with some seasoning, o- season- Seasoning, obviously, maybe some sauteed onions in there just to give it some more flavor. Okay, you had your broccoli with some seasoning, obviously. You had your steak with some seasoning. Like those things are going to, the oil is going to bring you up a little bit more. Okay, then you had your avocado toast with your um, with your tomatoes. Okay, you're not eating garbage. That is all good food. You're probably not going to feel tired, okay? You're why you're not going to feel tired because, for example, for me, I'm not eating. That's not that many carbs, okay? Throughout the during the day, okay? You're probably going to feel feel full of energy because you're having a good amount of protein, you're having a a decent amount of carbs, you're having a decent amount of fats, okay? You're obviously having a, a good amount of fiber. Okay. So when you take your diary or whatever, you're not going to, you're not going to be a carnivore uh, eater, um, um, a carnivore diet person where you're having the runs three or four times a day. Like for example, Joe Rogan does, uh, uh, says when he first started the carnivore diet. Okay. Maybe you'll add some fruit in there as well because you want to get some of that sweetness because here we're lacking, you're kind of lacking the sugar aspect of things. Okay. So maybe you have a a couple of fruits here, maybe a couple of berries or whatever, or some strawberries just to quench that that sugar that you want to taste. And it's naturally occurring sugar, so it's not really going to do anything bad for you. Unless you eat a whole freaking container of, uh, of berries and you're going over the serving size and all that stuff. Don't go crazy. Have a little bit. Everything in moderate. This is the thing. Everything has to be done in moderation. I'm not one of those people that's going to say, oh, you can't have McDonald's or whatever, for example. Okay? Not one of those people. If you're just a regular person and you're trying to be physically fit, um, you know, you're trying to be somewhat healthy, having a Big Mac once a month is not going to harm you. Okay? Yes, the crap that's in there, all the preservatives and the seed oils and that's your body's going to be fine. If you're eating that every day, that is not good for you. Okay? If you're eating if you're eating it once or uh, once a month, maybe once every two months, that's fine. Don't make it a habit, but don't be one of those people that limits yourself from enjoying living your, your, your life, okay? If you're at a birthday party and there's a cake, have some fucking cake, okay? Don't be one of those people, oh, not, I can't, I'm on a diet. No, that's why we, we try to limit somewhat of our calories. Like, oh, we're supposed to be at 2,040 calories, but we're only eating 1,900 or whatever the hell it is. Oh, I'm at a birthday party this weekend. I'm going to have a little piece of cake. Just to be a part of the birthday. Hey, everybody's having cake. But you maybe you don't have a slab of cake. Okay? Like people have been known to. I've been guilty of it. Where it's like, oh, it's chocolate cake. I want to have a nice piece. And then you feel like crap afterwards. You have a little piece. Like, oh, beautiful. I had my cake. I don't feel guilty because I had the cake. That's a part of it. Because the moment you feel that guilt of when you eat something is the moment you spiral because I know I, I used to. Okay? I used to spiral all the time. Because, oh, now I eat the cake. Might as well eat some chips. Might as well eat this. And then you're, you're, you're up shit's creek without a paddle. For lack of a better term. So, don't limit yourself, number one. Okay? And don't... What's the one I'm looking at? I just blanked out. Yeah, just be... Just live life. Okay? Have your sweets. Have your... Little snack here and there. Okay, don't make a habit of it. Have everything in moderation. Okay, same thing. Like even it comes to, oh, you're going out. You're going out with the girls for the weekend or whatever. And you want to have a couple of drinks. Obviously drinking. A lot of people when they drink, they don't realize how many calories they're actually drinking. But you're able to have a couple of drinks. Don't get completely belligerent and drunk. But you're able to have a Cosmo or whatever the hell, whatever the hell your favorite drink is, one or two of them, okay? I don't necessarily, like, I don't drink myself usually, okay? 90% of the time I'm drinking water or coffee, okay? But if you want to have an alcoholic beverage, don't beat yourself up for having it, okay? But you have to have everything in moderation. Now, let's move on because this is really a thorn in my side. Talking about moderation and talking about eating healthy. So Tufts University's new food compass. Okay. So they released this thing. I think it was in 2021. And it blows my mind. Okay. All you have to look up is Tufts. T-U-F-T-S. University food uh, compass. Okay. And it looks at the difference between um different variations of food and it rates them on a scale of um the scale is to be encouraged to be moderated and to be minimized so let's look at there's a their are, there are food uh, compass here it's real foods versus ultra processed foods so at the top of their list they have textured vegan protein which is 100% it's the best thing for you now i think it's a little bit preachy and then when you look at the bottom of the list you have beef and fro- uh, eggs, and chicken, and turkey to be minimized, okay? This is the one of the things that kind of pisses me off. This is almost pushing, like, everybody needs to go vegan. No one, no one should be eating meat anymore. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, okay? Then they, there's another one here. They take uh, Kellogg and Post cereals versus other foods. Now, at the top of their list is Kellogg's Frosted Mini Wheats, At 87 that's the score it was given and ground beef that was cooked is at 26 so at the bottom of the list you're telling me based on whatever stupid mathematics you're doing that ground beef which basically has one ingredient in it which is beef okay it might obviously have some preservatives to keep it the shelf life but let's literally say i own cows i take the cow I butcher the cow and I ground the meat myself, okay? There's literally no ingredients and in. I ground the meat that fresh that day. I process it and everything and then I put it in a pan to eat it. That is less healthy than frosted mini wheats, which if you look at the freaking ingredients list, there's probably 15 ingredients and in there are half of them. You can't even say what the hell they are because the names are 95 characters long. It's ridiculous. Okay, this type of shit is what is what the is what's the problem with the world. Ultra-processed crap. Okay? Here's General Mills. Okay? You have Cheerios. Hold on, let me just adjust my mic here. Give me a second here. Let me mute myself. There I'm back. Sorry. I wanted to mute myself for a quick second. General Mills and selected other foods. Cheerios 95%. Well, okay. Plain Cheerios, okay, but then their thing is, at the bottom of the list again, is beef. Thorn in my side. And then the next thing, Fiber One Caramel Delights. Fiber One is the biggest scam I've ever seen, okay? The the best is, oh, fi- um, uh, uh, pro- Vector Protein Cereal, it's complete bullshit. You're literally better off having eggs for breakfast, instead of uh, protein cereal, because it's bullshit, okay, like, this type of shit really pisses me off, and it pisses off a lot of people in the fitness industry, because, like, it's just ridiculous that something with 50,000 freaking ingredients, and it's ultra processed, and it scores better than something that's, like, a piece of chicken, or a piece of, like, a, um, a burger patty that's, just has beef in it. This is the stuff you have to look out for, okay? And this is what I say when, the, like, the conspiracy theorist in me is like, oh, yes, they're not trying to control you, but they're trying to control you. Where they come and say, oh, yeah, eat these ultra processed. They're really good for you. No, they're not. You're better off literally having your own chickens in your own backyard, and if you have enough land, having a couple of cows, having a couple of food cows, having a couple of dairy cows, have have a couple of cows as pets, Okay? And eating off of the land and the food that you've grown yourself, i.e. a cow. Then eating whatever Kellogg's is, oh, it's good for you. No, it's not. Because it's probably ultra, it's obviously ultra processed. Who knows how many, how many um, seed oils are in that shit. Who knows what crap they've sprayed on the plants to begin with. Okay. Which probably cause 90% of the um, food related issues in the world i.e. obesity okay and then they're there oh yeah like my question this is this is the thing i said in the spiritual podcast episode the very very first one we stop asking questions the first question out of my mouth is who has funded this this thing who funds this is my question okay is kellogg's funding this is post funding this is general mill's funding this saying oh yeah you know the, our stuff is better than than naturally occurring animals or naturally occurring things like literally chicken wings sauteed is better on the list than a beef lean ground beef like it blows my mind oh my goodness and then there's a funny meme here where it's a, <laughs> there's there's a obese a picture of an obese man <laughs> and a picture of a ripped guy And the ripped guy is supposedly eating um, cocoa puffs and the obese guy is eating eggs. It just blows my mind. But anywho, that's where I'm going to end off on this episode. I hope you enjoyed and I will be back next week with more physical health content. hope you enjoy your week and we'll catch you on the next one. Also, sorry, I just want to say thank you for listening. I don't know if I said that, but hey, thanks for listening.